I used to love that movie. Please don't remake this. I have such fond memories of that film. Please don't remake this. Hey, Hollywood, if you want to be smart, just hire some writers to make some new art. And after our heart to heart, go make a new start. Please, God, please, God. Don't ruin my childhood. Please don't remake this. Please don't remake this. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Please Don't Remake This, the movie podcast where my guests of the week and I get nostalgic and talk about one of our favorite childhood movies. I'm Lauren Mosier, and today I am joined by repeat guest, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. I bet half of you are guessing right now who I'm talking about, because I talk about him all the time. Um, but he is a fashion designer for Geek NYC. Follow him on Instagram. Hey. <laughs> and he is, yeah, my boyfriend, Keith Martinez. <laughs> hello, hello, guys. How are you, babe? I'm doing well, are you? I'm good. Awesome. It's not like we haven't hung out for the last, like, 12 hours. It's amazing, though. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> we just love rubbing it in at the top of the episode. Sorry, guys. Get your own. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so hi you guys. So we have a really fun episode for you today. I'm so excited to talk about this movie. Uh, we are going to be talking about the one, the only, Scooby-Doo the movie from 2002, the live action movie, uh, with one of the most iconic casts, I think, ever. Like, spoiler alert, that's one of my most iconic, is this cast is just... I feel like if you picture the Scooby-Doo gang like a live-action cast, you see these people. Yes. You see this 100%. movie. 100%. Yeah. Um, so, why this movie? Well, mostly because I want to do a photo shoot as Shaggy. <laughs> I'm not even, not even kidding. I got a green shirt recently, and my hair looks similar to him. And I have Scooby-Doo sneakers that I'm very proud of that I got recently that I'm desperate to show off on the Instagram account. At Please Don't Remake This. Please follow us. And, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to do a photo shoot. Plus, I saw this movie when I was five years old in Hawaii in movie theaters for the first time. My family was on vacation. Lucky you. Yeah, I don't know. I forgot to ask my folks, like, why. We must have just needed something that was, like, family-oriented to do Mm. one of the nights we were staying in Hawaii. And I guess we just decided to go see this movie. Watching Scooby-Doo in Hawaii was one of them. Yeah, I guess. Which, like, it's weird to think about that that's, like, something... That's, like, the only thing I remember from that trip is going to see this movie. Because I think it was the only thing that was kind of made for me. Mm -hmm. That was, like, an event we did for me. Although this is so not a five-year-old appropriate movie. Definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. Um, But we went to go see it. And, yeah, just been... I've always been a huge fan of Scooby-Doo. Anybody who knows me knows. This is, like, the be-all and end-all of my... Who isn't a fan of Scooby-Doo? I guess it's... Yes, everybody, I think, is a fan of Scooby-Doo, but I'm, like, a super fan. Like, I own the t-shirts, I have the sneakers, I have the, like, vintage things saved of things to purchase of (laughs) Scooby-Doo. I had a mystery machine that had all of the original episodes in it. Oh, shit. I got, like, a... It was, like, a DVD case that looked like the mystery machine. That's, like, a collector's item. Yeah, and it had, like, the whole, like, original series on it. 
I've watched every episode of basically, like, every version they've ever released of it, except this new version that's, like, the really bad animation, or just, mm. in my opinion, yeah. not my... no, I agree. Not my cup of tea. Um, but yeah, I love uh, all the Scooby-Doo movies. You guys, we're gonna be doing so many Scooby-Doo movies over the years. Like, so many. I have a Scooby-Doo purse that I will also <laughs> showcase someday. Like, I have so many... I love Scooby-Doo so much, so this movie was it for me. DVD and everything. And I had not watched it in, like, so long before today, Same. before you and I watched it. Same. And wow. Uh, wow. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a very interesting description, but it's just, this movie's crazy. It's, like, so fucking crazy. Um, what about you, uh, Keith? What is, what's your why this movie? Why this movie? Yeah. Uh, well, you, you suggested it. I'm just like, oh, well, yeah, I haven't seen it in a movie in a very long time. I think the last time I saw it was, like, I was 12 or 13, probably. Yeah, same. So it's just, yeah. like... Holy shit. It's not really on TV anymore. No, it's not. It used to be not. on TV a lot. And I feel like yeah. people have just... People, you think you've outgrown it, and then rewatch it, guys. It's so much funnier than a you remember it. A lot of people it. hate on it, though. A lot of people hate on it. Well, it's cheesy as it fuck. Is. And it's also just weird humor. Just like, how is this a kid's movie? But, like, it's so fun. It's such a fun movie. This is also a really fast movie. Mm-hmm. It's only, like, just over an hour, excluding the credits like it's it's great it's just an easy watch if you want to like get high or smoke yeah 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 yeah, definitely (laughs) i feel like it would be scary to watch high though i feel like that's no just really trippy i'd say really trippy trippy. even like sober this movie was very trippy i was like what and funny as fuck yeah funny as fuck i love this movie um so yeah we just both wanted to revisit it you're gonna be doing the photos for the photo shoot so you also like want to do i'm gonna be wearing your brown (laughs) pants so like (laughs) you just we both wanted to talk about this just for the photo shoot no 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 it's a good movie we wanted to like actually do it (laughs) but um now we move on to the stats of the movie so let me flip my notebook i'm almost done with my notebook already jeez louise look at this you just got that one too i just got this only like a month ago and I already, that's how many notes I write for these shows, guys. It's like a normal, for those of you at home who are listening to a podcast and not watching it, because this visual is very helpful, isn't it? Just like, what notebook? Um, what notebook? It's a, it's a basic, like, moleskin notebook uh, with, like, some fun stickers on it, and um, plus my voting sticker. Woo! Trump is almost out of office. We're recording this before Inauguration Day. This is coming out, like, three weeks from now, so a little out of touch, but it's okay. Um... But yeah, I'm already like more than halfway done with this notebook and I just got it only like a month ago. So, oh well. But anyway, so the stats of the movie. So this is from 2002, June 2002, uh, summer blockbuster and rated PG, not PG-13, PG, which is so not good. It's awful. Like there's so many sexual jokes. They say biatch in the movie, mm-hmm. which I didn't think that was PG. What the fuck? They just like snuck that in there. I just it's also really scary like I don't think kids can watch this definitely the first scenario with the first villain I think the first villain and then plus like the monsters I think like the whole soul-sucking thing the sacrifice thing like yeah sure kids don't get that but like those monsters are scary even if they're fake Mm -hmm. as fuck like they're still like I think about I can't believe I watched this when I was five how the hell did I watch this and like like it and not Mm -hmm. be so scared I did joke with Keith earlier that this movie totally got me hooked to true crime. The whole cult oh, angle. Yeah. I could it's see like, that. Yeah, that's it started it all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, PG just sounds ridiculous to me. I feel like nowadays it would definitely be a PG-13 movie. Mm-hmm. There's like no way. Um, but it was directed by Raja Gosnell, I think is how you pronounce it. 
uh, who is the director of Never Been Kissed and the iconic Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> Throwback to that oh movie. Oh my god. I remember seeing that in theaters too. That was a waste of time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, written by, uh, well, the screenplay was made by James Gunn, mm. who we researched this. We know that like there was like a controversy about him, but he is going to be back for the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 movie. Yes. For those of you who didn't noticed that he was reinstated he was so he'll be back um and then starring the one of the most amazing in my opinion one of the most amazing movie casts because they're just like so famous and like so iconic so we have matthew lillard we have freddie prince jr sarah michelle geller listen to the motorcycles going in the, no atvs actually they're not even freaking motorcycles on my book it's just the atvs uh sarah michelle geller linda cardellini uh, Rowan Atkinson, Isla Fisher, and the incomparable Sugar Ray Band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole band. That's so weird to me. I never knew. That. It's just weird. And then also the voice talents of Neil Fanning and Scott Enos for Scooby and Shaggy, respectfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, crazy cast. Fun time. So now, should we just move into the superlatives? Yes, we can. Let's move in. So, we have Best Dynamic Duo. Mm. which I only wrote one option. I try sometimes to, like, throw some curveballs in there, you know, but I only wrote one option because I think there's only one good we might, option we might have, we have We might have the same one, so... Okay, well, yeah, the only one I wrote was Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. Of course. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's... like, there's not even... Because we have this in our notes, I think. The, like, at the end of the movie when, like, Fred and Daphne all of a sudden kiss was so forced. Very forced. It made no sense. Nope. Like... Because they didn't really show any signs during the movie that they were like... No signs. No signs at all that they were even possibly mm-hmm. remotely together. And I actually think they show more signs of Fred getting together with Velma. Yes, very much so. So many signs in the movie. I cannot believe they... Like, clearly a studio thing that they were like, you have to make them kiss because they are a couple. Like, that's clearly <laughs> like some old white dude in a Hollywood studio was just like, you can't have to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> awful um so yeah like they're definitely like not a thing and there's really no other pairs in this movie i mean you could say like shaggy and mary jane but like she is like a bad guy for half the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> and she kind of just like swoops in is like yeah poor, very big distraction poor yeah gets like kicked to the curb and shaggy becomes a very bad dog owner so <laughs> i have to say like shaggy and scooby because also they have such touching moments in the movie sometimes where i'm generally like I love them. Like, like this is why I love Big bro and little bro. Yeah, exactly. They're so cute. Like, old buddy, old pal, old friend. <laughs> I love them. Uh, okay, let's... Great. Let's move on to Class Clown. Cool. Uh, for Class Clown, I have a, a couple of options, and then I have, like, for me, the clear winner. Mm-hmm. So I have, as my couple of options, I have Shaggy and Scooby, but then my winner... <laughs> Is the whole movie. <laughs> ah, okay. I just think the whole movie is ridiculous. And it's so fun. I didn't remember it being this fun. I mean, we watched it together. You saw me giggling within mm-hmm. like 30 seconds of the movie. Very quickly. I was having so much fun watching this. It was so good. I have so tears like, in my eyes. Did you drink like, anything before so you watched the movie? Like, Jesus, but yeah. No, I didn't get lit before watching. <laughs> it was just, I was high off of life <laughs> in the Scooby-Doo movie. <laughs> but yeah, I love I just think the whole movie is fucking hilarious. Like, I'm I'm proud of them, actually, for making such a mm-hmm. fun movie. Like, it's, it's a good time. So, for Definitely. me, that's, like, the clear winner. It's just the whole 
the whole thing is I agree. A plus. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> you go, guys. You did a good job. You made a classic movie. Uh, now we move into a uh, newish category, the literal worst, which I have a couple of options and honorable mention. So the most obvious one is Scrappy Doo. I mean, like, what a fucking brat. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you do. Well, did you see that ending coming? Like, if you were a little kid, would you have seen Scrappy Doo being the one behind this? Definitely not. Yeah. As an adult now, I've been like seeing the clues and the hints that he could be a villain in the end. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, no, definitely not. See, for me in this movie, they only give one hint that it's a dog. The one scene where they show Rowan Atkinson like scratching himself. They only give one hint the entire movie that he's a dog. I did see that. I just didn't get it. But okay, that makes sense. That's all they do, the whole movie. So, like, I find it that they did it on purpose that they don't want to reveal it so that it is, like, a big reveal, which I like. I actually kind of... Sometimes I hate when movies drop all the hints because then it's just, like, when you rewatch it, you're just like, oh, duh, you know? But I think it's more fun when you, like, don't even see it coming. Mm -hmm. Um... My, own, my, a, my, my only hint was when they dropped him off in the middle of the desert. Like, oh, he's going to come back for revenge because he's petty. See, I just thought that it was, like, weird. I was just mm. like, I think they just, I thought that they just wanted to throw in a Scrappy-Doo reference in the movie. Because mm. people were probably going to wa- watch the movie and be like, where's Scrappy-Doo? He's, like, a huge part of the franchise. Yeah. And so they just have him look like an asshole. Because yeah. everybody else is, like, hilarious. So I figured they would just make him look, like, a jerk. Mm-hmm. And then just ditch him in the movie. <laughs> It makes no sense to me because they also don't explain how he formed this whole plan, how they did, how he did the setup. Yeah, this little tiny dog just built the whole entire island. It was horrible. Like, the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how did they even get to the island? Like, they don't explain, like, any of the details. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why you don't see it coming. Because, like, there's literally no hints anywhere in the movie that he had anything to do with it. So, yeah, he is obviously the worst, but, like, comes in right at the last second. Then I have um, the Pam Anderson stalker, who's just like oh, yeah. the the old man Smithers, I think is his name. <laughs> and he's just gross, you know? It's just like, it's just a creep. Get a life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you're just gonna... Dress up as a ghost to get to one person. Yeah, it's also like, we do not stand um, stalking on mm-hmm. this podcast. Stalking <laughs> fucking sucks, so fuck that guy. Um, and then we have my honorable mention, who I also think kind of deserves it, is Fred. <laughs> Really? He's just such a perv. Like, besides the fact he's awful and so fucking stupid, which I like that this movie makes fun of his character all the mm. time for being stupid. I'm just like, yes, acknowledge the truth. <laughs> <laughs> he also is just such a perv when he goes into Daphne's body. Oh, yeah. And he, yeah, I hate, like, that whole part of him just checking himself out is so yeah. gross. I, I should have cut that Daphne. part out because... I don't think they should have cut it out. I think it's honest I mean, who he is. I just is... think that's why he's the literal yeah. worst. He's Because, <laughs> of course, he's like... Also, I feel like as straight of a man that he is, I feel like he wouldn't be that comfortable being in a woman's body. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure, you can look at tits, but, like, I feel like oh, str- that straight white man I don't think would be that comfortable. Because mm-hmm. he's totally forgetting that he now doesn't have a penis and has a vagina and it's just, like, totally ignoring <laughs> what a bathroom experience is going to be like. And I feel like... A straight white man would freak out way more about that. Very much. Than getting to see tits. Because, like, also you can just, like, go on a porn site and look at tits. Like, you don't need your own body to do it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And that's part of the reason why I hate that they kiss in the end of the movie. Because he's just, like, taking advantage of being inside her body. And then she's like, I've forgiven you. And it's like, "Mm." (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, I fuck Fred. He's he's annoying. I mean, I like in the end that he at least gives Velma like the spotlight for mm. at the very end of yeah. the movie. But like, yeah, he's rough. It's rough. <laughs> Did you have any nominations? For uh, the literal worst. Oh, uh, just Scrappy. Really, mm-hmm. I didn't really enjoy Scrappy as a kid watching him growing up, and then it just made him like the villain. I was like, oh. Right. Thank you for reminding me how bad this little puppy is. <laughs> no, he's not a puppy, as they say. Hmm. He has a gland issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's there's like nothing redeemable about him. Mm-hmm. He really is just like annoying. He's not even cute. They didn't even not make like a cute looking dog. Like he really does look horrible. Yeah, yeah, not nice. <laughs> uh, now we move into where are they now? Which I have a tie between three of the stars of the movie. Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, and Matthew Lillard. Mm-hmm. And to like comment on this category, they still work very frequently. Like mm-hmm. all of them have done a shit ton of work since this movie. So like I'm not really criticizing their like work and saying like where are they? Like mm-hmm. they still work. But in terms of household names, in terms of the notoriety that they had, the fame that they had when this movie came out versus 2021, right? Definitely not as famous. Mm-mm obviously but like they're still working they're still like going at it and they've done plenty of movies together too like scream um Mm -hmm. and other movies yeah did they do scream freddie and matthew hillard kind of did scream together was freddie in scream yeah are you sure about that i was gonna check that if i'm wrong why do i not remember him in it weird i'm gonna have to look that up after Um, actually, Freddie Prinze Jr. was not in the Scream franchise with Matthew Lillard. Okay, back to the show. Um, but yeah, they've done, like, projects together, which I think is cool. And Sarah and Freddie are still married, which is really cute. Congrats. They've been married since this movie, since the year this movie came out, which I think is really funny. That's just like, yay, you guys, (laughs) I'm happy for you. It was very highlighted with the kiss at the end, so. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway. Um, maybe that's what they were trying to do. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, sneak. I don't know. Anyway. Um, it was a terrible choice. (laughs) But they're all still working. It's just, like, they're not, obviously not nearly as famous as, as they used to be. But they're great people. Very much. And I love their work in this movie. They Mm -hmm. all knock it out of the park. And then for most likely to, oh, did you have any other nominations? Okay, cool. And then for most likely to succeed, I have kind of a tie between two, um, Isla Fisher and, uh, Linda Cardellini. Okay. Just because both of them now have, like, have had some pretty big franchises or, like, big movies mm-hmm. or, like, TV shows. Like, Linda Cardellini is now one of the stars of um, Dead to Me on... Oh. Uh, is it Dead to Me? Oh, shit. I think so. I will do a, uh, um, actually, if I got that <laughs> wrong. But um, she's the star of Dead to Me on Netflix. And um, Isla Fisher, obviously, has done, like, a bunch of movies mm. and is married to... I'm forgetting the actor's name, Borat. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot his name. <laughs> yeah. I don't think nobody knows. They just call him Borat. Yeah. <laughs> this poor actor has an actual name. Um, but yeah, I feel like they're both still pretty famous. They're still pretty much... Like, they're still very much, like, out Relevant, there. I yeah. feel like Linda Cardellini actually went through a huge, like, um, renaissance almost when she starred in Dead to Me on Netflix when it first came out. Really? Like, a year or two ago. Yeah. And, like, I think it came out, like, two years ago now. Okay. And everybody was like... Wait, did anybody notice that that's Velma? And then people were like, wait, that's the stepdaughter, or that's the daughter from Legally Blonde. And then people just freaked out that she's like such a character actress Mm -hmm. and can do so many different things. 
And I think people just, like, lost their minds. They were like, oh, my God, she's been in, like, everything. So mm-hmm. I feel like she's having this renaissance right now where, like, a lot of people know her and she's very recognizable and is kind of back to the fame that she had earlier in her career. And then Asa Fisher, I feel like, has just been in the spotlight for the last, like, ten years or so. Yeah. I think she's had, like, big hits like Now You See Me and things mm-hmm. like that, that she's still very present and still working pretty well. And, yeah. Powerful woman. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, powerful woman. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I made fun of straight white men, and now we're all the powerful women. Woo! Am I a feminist now? <laughs> I just earned my, my card. Feminist my feminist badge. card. Yeah, feminist my feminist badge. badge. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Girl Scout patch. <laughs> I am a feminist. Like, give me. Oh, my God. <laughs> just wait for the t-shirt. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, geez. We are going to probably not work on that today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hope you all know I'm joking. Um, okay. Let's move on to most iconic. Uh, so, do you want to go first and let's off your most iconic? Okay. Um, for me, I have a few options. Well, I already mentioned the cast. I mean, like, if you picture live action Scooby-Doo, mm. you see these people. Done deal. Uh, I wrote raunchy humor. Just, like, in a kid's movie, I guess, specifically. Like, mm. raunchy humor in a kid's movie, I feel like this movie really pushes the envelope, you know? I find it funny that people still try to talk about, like, Disney movies that have, um like sex references or whatever this movie is like nobody not enough people are talking about it this mm. one really pushes the limits at times i mean you and i were laughing about like all the weed jokes it's definitely <laughs> so good two trippy peas in a pod yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um i also wrote scrappy do i feel like there are, i wrote scrappy do too yeah i feel like there are other things with scrappy do in the world you know like other movies or tv shows that they mm. did but this one is like the most iconic version of very him. much yeah um then I have the castle sequence, like the mm. whole, I just remember that sequence so well as from being a kid, because I remember that being the scariest part of the movie for mm. me, because it's really creepy. I mean, like, yikes. And I still really like that sequence, and I feel like it's very, like, old school Scooby-Doo, mm-hmm. plus it's still being, like, genuinely dangerous. Yes. I mean, I think there's, like, genuine danger to the scene, and I think it's nice. I, like I told it. myself that after that scene, I was like, if they made a ride exactly like that, I would probably get on. Which there is. We is... we talked about this while we were watching, and oh, I forgot to show it to you. Okay. There is a ride, I think it's in the Middle East, there is a ride from at a Warner Brothers theme park. Of this, of Got this it. whole castle scenario, this exact okay. scenario is like an actual ride. So go look it up on YouTube. It's there. Just look up like Scooby Doo Scary Ride or something, and it'll probably pop up. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Um, what else did I write? Oh, the soundtrack. We mm. talked about this while we were watching. I we love the soundtrack of this movie. It is good. It is definitely the music I listened to growing <laughs> up, <laughs> which I guess says a lot about my own, <laughs> my musical upbringing. But I really like it. I think it's fun. And then just the overall vibe of the movie, I find to be so iconic. Mm. This, like, weird, like, going from, like, pretty chill beginning of the movie, you know, of, like, them being the normal Scooby-Doo gang, Mm -hmm. to then completely breaking the stereotype when they get to this island and all of a sudden there's a cult. Like, (laughs) totally changes the game. And invented what now a lot of Scooby-Doo now follows of actual supernatural monsters Mm -hmm. a lot of the shows now have done that have more of that like stranger things angle to it yeah definitely yeah versus the original which was always just like some asshole in a costume yeah 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 yeah. now it's like because of these movies so much of scooby-doo is about actual supernatural Mm -hmm. things which i just find interesting that this almost reinvented the genre 
which I think is really cool. That's really good. good that's a good them. point. That's a good point. Yeah. So that's my most iconic. What about you? Uh, we've already covered Scrappy. We did the, the Spooky Castle. I would say another for me would be the car, the Mystery Machine. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, very accurate. And just like if I had a van like that, that that would probably be my van. This is very very cool. Yeah. It's um, so cool. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish those were like someday a cars company gotta has gotta get the rights to that and like actually make them. I feel like they could charge so much money and so many people mm-hmm. would buy it instead of like having it custom done. If a car company just like made a deal with Hanna Barbara, mm-hmm. Barbara, 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 I think mm-hmm. is how you say it. Um, yeah, they. I think they make a shit ton of money. I'm telling you, car companies mm-hmm. hit them up. Hit up <laughs> Warner Brothers. I don't know. I just think it'd be easier than having to have a custom job done. But I do appreciate people who go to great lengths to get that done. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous. I wish I had the <laughs> useless money to do that. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. that's it for me. Nice. Okay. Um, best dressed. Mm, okay. Right. So I have a few nominations. My honorable mention is Mr. Monoverius. Okay. Because I, that one blazer that he first shows up in, you heard me. I was mm-hmm. like, sick blazer. Fucking love that. <laughs> Yeah, he looks great. sparkly blue. Yeah. So cool. (laughs) Sequined. I was like, yeah. That's my aesthetic. Um, It was really cool. And I just dug, like, his look throughout the movie. And then, of course, when it turns out he's scrappy, I was like, oh, so scrappy has good taste. Mm. Damn. One redeemable thing about him. I found it. Woo! (laughs) Um, And then it's kind of a tie for me between Mary Jane and Daphne. Because, mm, okay. like, I love Daphne's look, but she does only wear, what, like, two outfits the entire movie, I think? I was saying maybe two or three. three. I think three. Which, like, I love them. I want to own them. But, like, it's only, like, three outfits. But I really like Mary Jane's, like, her tops. Very, like, 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s aesthetic of, like, the almost, like, almost like the butterfly tops. Yeah. Used to, like, she wears similar things to that. And, like, her, I think she wears, like, short shorts, I think, yeah. most of the time. I just, yeah, I love her look, and I think it's very, like, relaxing and just mm. boho chic. And, yeah, I dig both of them. I mean, Daphne is, like, for me, a clear winner, but I've always wanted to be Daphne my whole life, so, <laughs> yeah. What about you? I've picked uh, Daphne and Velma. I know oh, okay. I picked Velma because, like, uh, she only had two outfits. She looks really cute, especially yeah. after, like, her quick makeup, after she's, like, possessed. And then, oh, yeah, she looked good. Uh, but then I went with Daphne because, like, she had, like, a... Like, uh, maybe three to four outfits, probably. Mm-hmm. And she's like, especially with her trench, her like luggage, she's like, oh, she killed it. Yeah. So. I will say, I think Velma has the most iconic costume. Mm-hmm. One of the most iconic costumes in history, I think. But like orange turtleneck and orange skirt. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's probably the most iconic out of the four of them, out of the four people. I mm-hmm. feel like you, it, I feel like anytime you wear an orange, if you, cosplay, if you see yes. an orange turtleneck, mm-hmm. you think Velma. Yes. It's just like automatic. Uh, yeah. You, Velma. <laughs> Best quote. Should we move on? Yes. All right. So do you, we'll go back and forth with our quotes. Cool. Okay. I'll go ahead and start. Um, do, 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 do. My first one is, oh, <laughs> one of Mary Jane's quotes after they've gone to the, um, uh, the, like, art, the, what's the word for them? The claw machine? And, um. He pulls it out, the, the gift that he got her. like Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, like, voodoo head. And she just goes, nobody's ever given me a stuffed, disembodied head before. <laughs> and she's, like, so <laughs> romantic Very about it. Happy. And it sounded so Morticia-esque. I was like, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I liked it. What's yours? Two trippy peas in a pod. 
Oh, yeah, yeah that yeah. one's funny. That, like, caught me off guard. I was like, oh, that's funny. And just started dying laughing. That was good. When does he say that? Is it when Scooby's about to be sacrificed? Yes. He mm-hmm. goes, we're two tricky He's trying to save him, the, yeah. We're two tricky in the pond, Scoop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't do Matthew Lillard's voice. <laughs> he doesn't do well. Uh, but yeah, that is a really good moment. I do dig that a lot. Um, my next one is, oh, I love the voodoo guy at the shack when he first meets Daphne. And he just goes, he's so angry. And mm-hmm. he just goes, purple is a fall color. It's the middle of May. <laughs> so mad. I love what a burn that is, that when she, like, doesn't even process it. But I was like, that's funny. That's a good line. It's a metal on me. Yeah. <laughs> What's your next one? Uh, my next one would be, let's get jinky with it. Yeah, so <laughs> cheesy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's one of those moments in the movie where we're like, oh. <laughs> we're very cute. We're very cute, yeah. For, for Velma to say that when she's, like, so straight-laced, it's mm-hmm. cute. She does say jinkies a lot in this movie. They, like, almost hit it over the head a little bit. <laughs> How many times she says jinkies. Because... Shaggy almost never says zoinks, which is his. Yeah, that's and he very true. He never says it, but they had her said say it jinkies like, like ten mm-hmm. times, and every time she said it, I was like, "Guys, we know, we get it." That's enough. Yeah, it's <laughs> like she's a smart girl. She's not that repetitive. Whatever. Um, oh, of course, when we're introduced to Mary Jane, and she says, "I'm Mary Jane," and Shaggy just head over heels in love, just goes. Like, that's my favorite name. <laughs> <laughs> and again, things just, just go right over kids' heads. I wonder why. Yeah, but it's fun. It's a good time. <laughs> What's your next one? That's all the quotes that I have. Oh, you didn't write more? No, no. Ooh, I've got more. Oh, I've got more. I know <laughs> you do. So, I love when Jaggy goes, he switches into Daphne's body, and he's like, Ugh, Daphne, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Don't you ever eat? <laughs> And as a kid, I never got that, but now I know, like, it's kind of, like, hinting at something that's not great, Mm -hmm. but it is a funny line to me. (laughs) And then I also have, um, I never got this line before, and you saw me, I freaked out when, um, Monteverius says this at the end of the movie, when they're asking, like, how all this happened, like, how did Scrappy get there? And he's just like, he showed up at one of our casting calls for evil elves. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what did you just say? It's so specific. Like, it's so random. I love that so much. He says something, too, when he, in the beginning, I think, when they first meet him. He's just like, you would not want to catch me in a dark alley or something. Yeah, he does. He says something super rapey. Yeah. And it's like, you would not want to catch me in the dark. <laughs> like, yeah, alone in the dark or something. And it was like, um... You and I paused the movie and we're both just like, what? Did we just say that? <laughs> yeah. Like... Yikes, Jesus. But then you find out it's scrappy later and you're just like, oh God, yeah. what a fucking Oh yeah, didn't dog. put that together. Yeah, no, that was fucked up. <laughs> now I want to read some of my other quotes since you don't have any others. No, um, I love the um, Pam Anderson stalker when they like reveal him and he goes, how could you, Pamela? I'm a lover boy of George <laughs> Clooneyan proportions. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, weirdo. Um, I love when they're making fun of, when <laughs> this is such a burn, when Velma is making fun of Daphne about being like helpless and always getting captured in the beginning of the movie, and she goes, "Please, you come with your own ransom note." <laughs> it's just so mean, so mean. Um, one of the jokes that I love when they set up Fred for being stupid is when um they're at the airport and they're like, "Who would believe that disguise about Scooby being the grandma?" And it just cuts to oh, Fred yeah. going, "Who's the ugly old broad?" <laughs> And it was such good editing, good delivery. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's that's my kind of humor. 
Uh, I like this is also one of Monteverius' quotes in the beginning of the movie when they're talking about Spooky Island and they're like, this place like looks horrible or like uh, people, you know, leaving and they're like horrible people. And he's like, well, that's the point of Spooky Island, realizing your worst fears. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that's where you want a vacation Mm -hmm. for spring break. (laughs) That's where all the college kids want to (laughs) go. Not college, not where you actually realize your worst fears. Spooky Island is the place to be. Yeah. Go Spooky Island. (laughs) Oh my God. Um... What else? I also wrote... Oh, I love how bitter Velma is about uh, when Fred is dividing them up into teams in the yeah, castle. And she just goes, I was always picked last for the teams. Yeah. And she's just so mad. <laughs> it's so cute. She's just, like, kicking the dirt. Like, man. <laughs> <laughs> I also love... Of course, the classic. Everybody's seen this meme. But when Fred goes, I'm a man of substance. Dorky chicks like you turn me on, too. Mm-hmm. She just walks away and he's like, it's a compliment. <laughs> We've all, we all know that meme. Uh, I also, I forgot this weird sequence between um, Scooby and Shaggy, but when they're talking about eating like the fake plastic mm-hmm. and, and Shaggy just goes, what do you care? You drink out of a toilet. And Scooby turns <laughs> so very too. dramatically goes, so do you. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, they don't even address the rest of it. They're nope. just like, whoop, that's it. That's yep. all you get. Yep. Um, oh, one of Scrappy's intense lines that is not appropriate for children, when he turns to Fred in the car oh. and says, you don't have the scrope for this job. <laughs> I'm just going to let that sit for a second. <laughs> that caught me off guard. That was rough. That was, I can't believe that we put in a PG movie. Mm. I can't believe nobody edited that out. P- Gee. PG! Like, what the fuck? Kids I, won't understand, but the adults will. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Well, can you imagine if a kid, like, repeats that line, mm-hmm. and then you have to tell a kid what is gro- Like, mm, no. Um, I do love... Okay, one of the redeemable parts about Scrappy that I do love is this line that I find hilarious. When he gets kicked out of the car, and he goes, I'm as cute as a Powerpuff girl! <laughs> <laughs> I just love how specific that is. And it's also, like, Warner Brothers just being like, yeah. We own that, too. Yep. Exactly. Just reminding everybody, we have a lot of property. Um, oh, and those were all my extra quotes. So those are all the best quotes for me. I love, I love this movie. Uh, now we move into our last superlative, best all around, which I have four that are all pretty much tied for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaggy, Scooby, Daphne, and Velma. Not Fred. <laughs> I was just about to ask why. I just don't like him. I mean, he's mm. like. There's very few redeemable things about him. And I feel like overall, the other four are, like, genuinely good people. And he, like, still has a lot of work to do. Yeah. He's still just a lot like, of processing. Yeah, a lot of growing up. Uh, by the end of the movie, I feel like he hasn't done enough to earn the quality, like, no. the title of best all around. Yeah. He didn't earn it. The others did, I think. Especially Daphne. Daphne, for me, is the clear winner. Because her going from, like being helpless and getting caught to then, like, being able to fight that wrestler yeah, like, dude. She went she... full Power Ranger in that shit. I was like, yes. oh, shit. Yeah, which is so good. And, like, ugh, I just love, yeah, I love her <laughs> so much. Yeah, she's cool. She's also the one who steals the, the demon Ritus yeah, yeah. thing. There you go. Yeah, so, like, she does, yeah, she she does, she rocks. By the way, when, when she's getting that, I just immediately went to, like, National Treasure with Nicolas Cage or, like, Indiana Jones. Oh, this movie has so many Indiana Jones references in it. I wrote, like, Indie Jones 2. Mm-hmm. I wrote the first movie, like, so many. This movie kind of references a lot of things because it also has, like, a Princess Bride element to it in the scene where Daphne is talking about going to the castle with the voodoo guy. 
Oh. And she's like, you're telling me not to go to the castle, so you want me to go to the castle. Or, and she just, like, keeps it going, just like Vizzini. And I'm like, hey, call out to another PBRT episode. Go listen to Princess Bride Part 1 and 2. Uh, so, yeah, I I really liked it. Um, I really like her in this movie. She's great. Um, which, oh, reminds me, I almost forgot the curveball. Uh, did you have a crush on any of the characters in this movie when... Velma. Really? Yeah, Velma. All that the way. E- that explains why we're together. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> you already told me earlier I'm a yep. Velma. Mm-hmm. I wish I was more of a Daphne. I just want to be fabulous, but... Well, you are fabulous. Oh, fabulous and nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I ride the balance of the two of them really well. Like, Very I have much. the fashion sense of Daphne, but I have the dorkiness of Velma. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to even give you a chance. Did you want to add anybody for best all around? No, you covered it for me for too for, for Daphne. Yeah. Like she changed her way like all the way through from being like damsel in distress and like kicking ass like towards the end. So like yeah, definitely Daphne. Seriously, mm-hmm. yeah, she really yeah, she knocks that out of the park in this. You go, Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> yes, girl. Yeah, I love her. Um but Velma, interesting. See me was Daphne. The biggest crush on Sarah Michelle Gellar. Really? For sure. Oh mm. my god. I mean, who didn't? But... Watching her fight scene in that like tight jumpsuit? Girl. Ugh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm like blushing right now. She looks so good in it. But yeah, I love her in that movie. I mean, I did get like a mini crush on Linda when her, the, the top that she yeah, wears when she, when she transforms. I was like, oh. Nice. <laughs> also, was she wearing that underneath her clothes the whole time? Probably. Where did she... Which I'm like, oh. Because they never show when they changed. Exactly. So I'm just like, where did she get that clothing from? I mean, all of them, I think, are wearing kind of like different-esque outfits. Yeah. Except for Daphne, I think. But like... In that scene? I think so, yeah. When Because she is like... She's transformed. She's like... Her soul is taken like that day when uh, when Shaggy discovers the vat mm-hmm. of all their souls. So she's wearing the same outfit, I think. She had more of like a, like an overlay outfit underneath a bathing suit, I guess. And then I guess when she got taken away, they put her in a jumpsuit. Well, the jumpsuit she ends up putting on later when they're getting all the tasks together, you okay, know, so to defeat got them. Then. So she must have had it in maybe her luggage, like got as it. one of her like mm. sleuthing outfits, I guess. I don't know. But I like it. <laughs> Uh, so we move on to I have some notes. I have some notes. Yes. Sweet. Uh, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. So for those of you keeping track at home, I wrote five and a half pages of notes, um, which I think is impressive for a movie that's like just over an hour. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive to write that many notes, but it's a good movie. So let's go to the beginning. And I have, okay. A lot of their character impersonations are really good. Like, they're very accurate to the characters. On but point. specifically, Linda Cardellini's voice as Velma is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, I also, a shout out to Matthew Lillard. Yeah, I was going to say, too. yeah. He's amazing. He and his voice is shaggy shit. many times. But, like, Velma's, because it's the cadence that gets mm-hmm. me. Because I feel like, no, I don't want to make his job sound easy. I feel like Shaggy's is a little bit easier to get into because, like, you know that he has this certain inflection, like... But Linda Cardellini, being such, like, a character actress that she is, the way that she's able to just straight tone everything so mm. well while still being interesting and captivating, I just, oh, she does such a good <laughs> job in this. And I didn't remember how accurate it was, and it was kind of freaking me out. So, like, uh, I love, yeah, her voice work in this is amazing. Um, what else? Also, I think the actress did a really good job of, like, fake acting with a Scooby. 
like with without a Scooby. Oh yes, definitely. They did a really good job. There's never a moment in this movie where I'm like, oh, Scooby's clearly not there. Mm. I think it was actually very well done. Especially when Scooby gets very touchy feely with one of the other actors, like, oh wow, they like really play the part. Yeah, they did a good job. Like I give major kudos to the production mm-hmm. of this movie, how they managed that. Good job. You guys pulled it off. Mm. Um, what is my next one? Oh, I love the Melvin Dude joke. Oh, yeah. It's so dumb but funny. Melvin it's Dew. like, is that is it... for Melvin Dude? <laughs> it's like, no, it's like, who Scooby. Like, the fuck named you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love later on when he's like, are you sure you don't want Melvin Dude? <laughs> I just like it. It's so dumb but funny. Um, okay. I know that Scooby can talk, obviously. But Scooby can read? Question mark? Many question marks? I've never seen any one of the original series. I'm just like, Me neither. I've never noticed that detail before. So I was just kind of surprised in this when he reads the hamburger sign. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, the fuck? Hamburger's this way. Like, mine as well, I guess. If he can talk, of course he can read. But it's just like, didn't see that one coming. And it's, I guess, just don't question it. Let's just go along with it. Um, this The lead singer of Sugar Ray looks like Ethan Hawke. <laughs> yeah, you showed me. I was like, wow. Yeah, they really look alike. For those of you who rewatched the movie, just like pause on the Sugar Ray singer. I'm going to look it up. It looks like Ethan Hawke. <laughs> I genuinely, for a second, thought it was Ethan Hawke, and then I saw it was the Sugar Ray band. And I was like, oh, no, they just look alike. Mm. Cool. Um, Biatch is in this movie. That's just like, I'm still not over that. I cannot believe that they get away with that in this movie. Like, what? Um, yeah, crazy. Um... I love the ATVs in this. I always wanted to ride Those an look badass. They look awesome. They yeah. look like, so much fun. And this movie, like, always made me want to ride an ATV. Just, like, experience it. Because it looks so fun. It looks so cool. Uh, okay, what is the voodoo guy doing on the island? Yeah, they never really explained his purpose in the entire movie. Yeah, like, and is you... Is he, like, watching over the park? Is he just, like, one of the designers that just got kicked off the team or some shit? See, me personally, I assume he's a guy who lived on the island originally mm. that, like, they just didn't remove. But he really, I mean, this is almost, like, half spicy hot take. He really serves no purpose in the movie. None and whatsoever. it doesn't really make sense why he's, like, why they put his character in. Like, because they could have gotten their information from other people, I mm. think, you know? Or, like, they could have read it on a wall. Like, there could have been some, like, cave drawing. I don't know. Like, I feel like they hired this actor. They, I can't talk. It's frustrating. You can't talk. Yeah, I'm just like, why is he there? I hate, like, purposeless things, you know? And he just kind of serves no purpose. Like, I don't mind the guy. He's fucking hilarious in this. But mm. I'm also like, why? not necessary. Question mark. Big question mark. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, mm. Um, okay, again, how did Scrappy-Doo pull this off? Mm-hmm. How did he get to the island? How did he find the monsters? How did he get people to follow him? He's a dog. Mm-hmm. How did he find, like, people to go along with? How the fuck did he build that suit? How did he, yeah, like, what? <sighs> yeah. Um, and then my last one is, how are they going to explain to the cops that a dog did this? Mm-hmm. Like, what cop is going to take them seriously and be like, Well, he still gets arrested, but it's just, like, the whole idea, like, why? Well, I just don't... How are you... But, like, how can a dog be arrested? That's Mm -hmm. the thing. It's like, why would cops be like, oh, yeah, this dog is a menace to society. We must not... Like, are there other talking dogs on the earth? So that's, like, a normal thing. That's, like, this is is getting very meta. But, like, are there other talking dogs? Is it, like, just a Scooby (laughs) or Scrappy thing? 
Like, why do they act like it's so normal that they just put this dog in a dog crate? Like, mm-hmm. I need to know. We need to know. I'm like that meme just standing in front of the chart with, like, mm. all of the red bread everywhere. Just like, <laughs> So that's me. What are your... I have some notes. Um, my notes. Everyone has cars. Well, like, yeah, everybody has cars movie. in the beginning of the movie, and it's like, it's like well, they all drove the separately? Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? What happened to the machine? Like, Also, I didn't, I'm surprised that in this movie they insinuate that Shaggy owns the van, because in the movies, or the, the show, the original show, I think I always assumed Fred owned it. That's what I assumed, too, because he was drive. always driving it. Yeah, but I guess it's, it's Shaggy's? It makes sense, though, because, you know. I guess, but I'm also just like... I guess we should have seen Shaggy driving it more. I feel like it's a little too unbelievable. Yeah. But I do, like, find it weird that they all came in different cars. I was just like, what? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Fred's haircut. <laughs> in the beginning and after the beginning. It's just like, well, we should have just left it off from, like, the second time. Like, Wait, what? Like, Fred's haircut, like, it was really bad in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and then it gets better. It's yeah, better. it does. But I'm just like, after it gets better, it's like, you should have just left it that way. Because the beginning, it just didn't make any sense. Like... Well, in the beginning, we were trying to look more like the cartoon. I did not think that that was from the cartoon. Looks really bad. Maybe they were copying. We were just talking about Goblet of Fire earlier. Maybe they were copying mm. Harry and Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they set the standard for Harry and Ron and Goblet of Fire. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, mm. when they threw the monster, I think I forgot what scene it was, but there was a monster that fell on a roller coaster, and people were riding it. Nobody knows. Oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So it's like, what the fuck. I guess, I mean, you're on a roller coaster and it's the middle of the night. And also, what are you going to do? You can't get off the ride. Mm, that's true. <laughs> I'm just picking apart your eyes. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's what you do. Oh, <laughs> shit. Shots fired. This is my podcast. How dare you criticize me on my podcast. Oh, we're fine, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> when Scooby gets, um, gets kid, well, taken to the to the cult yeah. downstairs and um, Shaggy like falls down to go get him <laughs> why didn't he just look for like his foot tracks in the sand there were no foot tracks though I get I like that idea but I they didn't even have foot tracks also they probably dragged him away mm. I don't know you're right that's a good idea but also Shaggy's not the smart one mm. <laughs> okay excuse me <laughs> but that is a good point so you would have done that huh Oh yeah, <laughs> too much. Too, just too much movies being watched. Just like, look at the foot tracks. <laughs> look at the mud. <laughs> Why didn't Velma think of contacts? She probably finds them uncomfortable. I bet. Mm. Contacts. I hate contacts. I've tried contacts. You get some one tiny little thing in your eye, and you're fucked. Especially in like COVID days, it is so dangerous to wear contacts oh, yeah, right that's now. True. You cannot be touching. You cannot your eyes. touch your eye at all. So like, I don't blame her. She probably just finds them more inconvenient mm. than her glasses. Because it's not like she loses her glasses that often. In this movie, she only loses them once. Twice, probably. Twice. Well, no, because Daphne takes them oh, away from okay, her. Got it. She doesn't technically lose them, which is like also Daphne, bitch, mm-hmm. fucking bitch. <laughs> I'd kill somebody if they did that to me. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I think Velma like probably just finds them to be more practical. That's also just part of her aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. And the slang. The slang in the movie after the... <laughs> That's so true. I don't know where... 
Like, I know they were doing it on purpose to, like, make fun of it, but it's so... It's horrible. Extra. It's just horrible. so extra. It's really funny. It's funny to watch now, because you're just like, did people ever actually talk like that? Like, some of it is true. Some people... I mean, you know, it is, but it's just, like, it seems so exaggerated. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be. I mean, they are, like, pretending to be <laughs> humans, but it is awkward. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out, like, why Scrappy Dude would want to steal souls from other people. Like, what, what was the purpose of that? I mean, he just needs it to be, like, big and strong. Mm. He's probably tired of people picking on him and his gland issues. And so he was, uh, like... <laughs> his gland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's just trying to, like, be almighty, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how he figured... Uh, again, questions the movie doesn't bother to answer. How the fuck did he figure all of that out to begin with? Yes. Um... <laughs> uh, I think that's it for me. Okay, yeah, cool. that's it for me. Cool. Should we move on to spicy hot takes? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, my first one is spicy hot take. I want ten more of these movies. <laughs> I told you this when we first started watching the movie, and you looked at me appalled. But I just love this movie. I think it's so fucking funny. I love how entertaining it is and stupid and just like so good. Mm. And I want like a million more of them. Like it's just so much fun. Oh, it's so much fun. I would love, yeah, I would just love another one of these. It's so good. <laughs> Spicy hot take. <laughs> My next one is, okay, so I know that the director, or maybe it was James Gunn, I think it was James Gunn, had wanted Velma originally to be bi, or not bi, sorry, had wanted her to be a lesbian in the second movie, and then they just, like, didn't allow it. I actually really think she's more bi than anything. Oh, Daphne? No, Velma. Mm. Did I say Daphne? I thought I just you said Daphne. I thought I said Velma. Whoops, my bad. I mean Velma. <laughs> no, Daphne shows no signs of liking <laughs> girls. But just, um, yeah, Velma, just the way she talks about other girls and guys. Like, specifically the scene where she's talking about the past, and she's like, and Daphne was so beautiful. And, like, mm. the coolest girl at Coolsville High. And then she's like, and Fred, so handsome. Oh, see, I didn't get that. Yeah. I just thought that she just said that out of love and care, I guess. She sounds almost like horny to me mm. like almost like yeah some really hot friends like i don't know and then in the movie the way she like acts around daphne and and fred is almost in this kind of weird like romantic way mm. where i was like not weird but like romantic way that i was like huh she kind of gives me bi vibes mm. which i would love for her to be a bi icon i think that'd be fucking great what a role model yeah yeah, so that's just, that's my spicy hot take. I think she'd be an excellent bisexual. Um, I also have, okay, we kind of mentioned this when we were watching the movie. Scrappy should have just invited Scooby and Shaggy. Mm. Like, I get why he invited all of them, because he wanted to take all of their souls. But realistically, if he really wanted his plan to work without them getting in the way, he should have just invited Shaggy and Scooby. He would have won, like, instantly. Shaggy couldn't have done shit without the others. That's true. And he could have easily taken his soul and then taken Scooby. Like, no effort. So. But then the whole... I, I think if they would if he would have did that, I think everybody else would have came after him afterwards. Well, yeah, the movie wouldn't have happened. Mm. I just think it's impractical that Scrappy went with that plan of inviting mm. all of them. I think that was a really dumb idea. Yeah. Uh, and then, let's... Referencing pointlessness, the Led Zeppelin guy, who's like... Velma's weird random person in the movie, or like weird oh, yeah. man in the movie, 
totally pointless. Mm-hmm. Serves no purpose. There was the no story. It didn't show no. Movie. Barely showing any chemistry in the movie. Yeah, and it really pissed me off. Part of me was like, I wonder if he just like knew somebody from the movie that like was mm-hmm. able to write this part in for him. You know, but he serves no fucking purpose, and it's really annoying rewatching it. I'm just like, why the fuck is he there? Mm-hmm. Just to give Velma a partner, I guess. I guess, but, like, ugh, so annoying. I really don't like it. It's, like, clearly the studio again, just being mm. like, we need to make sure people know <laughs> she's straight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, this is kind of, like, a question slash spicy hot take. Who would you rather solve a mystery? The Mystery Machine Gang or Sherlock Holmes? Sherlock. I knew you were gonna say that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I Definitely knew. Sherlock. I knew you would go with the practical choice. Yeah. I would say the Mystery Machine Gang because one, they have a dog, mm. and <laughs> and two, I think they would just be really fun to hang out with. And like, I could see that. Yeah, like Sherlock's cool, but like you'd hire him and never see him again. <laughs> uh, very true. Just yeah. leave me in the dust. Yeah, I think the Mystery Machine mm. Gang is fun. You'll just see me on the side of the road. Say, hey, pick me up, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But I like the Mystery Machine Gang better. Mm. Just saying. Good one. Thanks. I thought of it at the last second when they talk about a case in London they referenced. Oh, yeah. And I was like, ooh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Just like writing in my notebook. Uh, and now we move on to the final ironic question of the podcast. Mm. Oh, wait. You didn't have any... Did you have any spicy hot takes to add? Or? No, no. We pretty much covered yeah. everything. Yeah. So now we move on to the final category of... Should this be remade? Which, obviously, there's a sequel. Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. Which we will be doing an episode on, of Definitely. course. Because, gotta love sequels that are fun. With weird romantic angles of it, <laughs> you know. Um, so we'll be talking about that eventually. But, in the meantime, I already kind of spoiled this. I want ten more of these. <laughs> I want twenty more of these. I love these so much. I wish it was like a TV show. Like it's so... If they did a live action series, that would probably be pretty cool. That would be really cool, actually. It was well constructed. HBO yeah. Max, get on that. Mm. That would be fun. Oh. <gasps> okay. HBO. That would be so fun. That'd be pretty dope. And like, do it in this style. Like, yeah. do it for adults. That'd mm-hmm. be so fun. Like watching them get high like every episode. Like this would be secretly so... like, like secretly high like in that seventy show, like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very this see, this would be good as like a that seventy show, but like yeah. with the mystery element. It would be so fun. That'd be guys, cool. guys, <laughs> listen. Oh my god. I'm so pumped about this idea. That would be so much fun. I need it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm so down for this to keep going. This is just like uh Keep the good times rolling. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Uh, Anything else to add? No, I don't think. For me personally, if they did a live action, like, series, maybe, yeah. Mm -hmm. If it was, like, well-constructed, just, like, well-played out, a lot of good scenes, like, not too cheesy, whatever, then, yeah, cool. But as a movie, eh, no, not really. Yeah, I feel like the movies, I think, like, animated is good. I still haven't seen Scoob, the one that came out last year. I I need to watch that. I barely watched it. I kind of fell asleep. Apologies, but <laughs> oh, <wow>. um, <laughs> my kids wanted to watch it and they just didn't want to get into it either. So, oh, really? Yeah, they did not want to watch do it. Do they like Scooby Doo? They do like Scooby Doo. So they just didn't like the movie? Mm-mm. Yeah. I do think they made a mistake in casting like celebrity celebrities as as characters. Yeah. Yeah. Like as soon as I saw Zach Efron's name attached, I was like, oh. Mm. <laughs> I was like, you're just going for the talent, like yeah. the names, you know? But like, cast voice actors. They need the work probably more than <laughs> Zac Efron does. No offense, Zac Efron. I really love you. I talked about you tons on the High School Musical episode. <laughs> You're good. But, um, yeah. 
I I agree. I think a TV show would be really fun. Yeah. At the movies. Yeah. TV show. Interesting. I like that. The seven, I'm really, I'm stuck Definitely. on that 70s show You're idea. Write that, down. that would be it's fun. Like, yeah. Play it out. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. All right. I think that's everything. Yeah. Wow. This was a fast episode. Holy mm. shit. This one, like, there's not really too much to say. It's just no. a good time. Yeah, it definitely is. It's just a is. good time. Like, yeah. I had a hard time, like, trying to take notes and, like, enjoy the movie at the same time. Yeah, this is, like, an easy watch movie. You yeah. just want to watch it. Like, taking notes, it just kind of takes away from it. It's mm-hmm. too fun to just, like... I remember, like, the whole sequence of them trying to rescue Scooby in the end. I was just watching. Mm-hmm. I didn't write... I literally... I think I wrote as my note. I was like... I, I wrote... I have no notes. This is so dumb and funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. It's so good. So, yeah. That's everything. Cool. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. I hope you guys uh, check out the movie and relive your childhood. I promise it's <laughs> going to be a good time. Uh, you can watch it sober. We did. It's good. Or you can do it inebriated. Either way, <laughs> have fun. Uh, again, thank you for listening. I hope you tune in again to next week's episode. Follow us on Instagram at Please Don't Remake This. If you love the show, please subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It makes a huge difference for the podcast. And it's also just really nice to read your comments and know that you guys like the show. I appreciate it. I really, really do. Sending my love to all. And I hope you guys have a good day. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>